Hey, it's Mace. You know, there is no better way to start your Saturday than with Dr. Clapper and the Weekend Warrior Show, 7 to 9 a.m. Saturday mornings. What's going on, L.A.? This is Kobe Bryant. Magandan umaga. Start your weekend off right, listening to the Weekend Warrior Show with Dr. Clapper. Cells are just tiny people. Every Saturday morning from 7 to 9 a.m. on ESPN, 710, home of your Los Angeles Lakers. <laughs> uh, welcome back, Weekend Warriors. Only Steve Paulette would come up with Zorba the Greek while we're talking about Giannis Antetokounmpo with his biographer, Mirren Fader. Mirren, I want to play a soundbite once again about Keith Richards and Rolling Stone's Mick Jagger about their mom. Listen to this. When we first moved in there, though, at both Keith and our mums used to do our washing for us, and they used to drink. And both Keith and our mums would, would somehow get us, I can't remember how we got there, but they would deliver somehow yeah, clean clothes. British Railway. Is it true Gianna sent his entire paycheck every time he got it back home to give to his mom? Pretty much most of it. I mean, you know, everything he did was for her. He even didn't spend his per diem every day. They gave you separate money for meals and stuff, and he just kept them in a suitcase of all these envelopes just waiting for her to come. And it was for the dad, too. But, you know, Veronica, his mom, is a very special person. She was very conscious of wanting her kids to grow up knowing that they had a happy childhood and happy memories, even though things were really hard. And so she forced herself to smile and to sacrifice. And even if she'd be out there for 14 hours, she would make sure to come home with a smile and wash the one pair of socks that Giannis had. So they'd be clean for basketball practice tomorrow. It's little things like that, that she did for him that he'll never forget. And it's funny because, um, Jared Dudley used to be on the Bucks, and when Giannis was about 21 years old, Jared and him were on a bus ride to a game, and Jared's like, you got to move out of your mom's house because Giannis was sharing a, a home in America that year with his mom, and um, Giannis was like, no, never, you know, and so it's, <laughs> it's a different level of, of closeness than, than us Americans are used to. Wow. What's your favorite part about the book that you wrote, that, the discovery that you made? My favorite anecdote happened rookie year when he was having a tough transition to suddenly becoming a millionaire. And um, he didn't trust anyone because he grew up undocumented. He never know who could deport his parents. So one day, rookie year in Milwaukee, he had to get his cable installed and he didn't trust the cable worker. So he asked the Buck staffer to be there. So the, the guy comes from the Bucks and it takes a long time. It's from 9 to 4 uh, p.m. And the staffer gets hungry. He eats a couple Oreos in Giannis's pantry, doesn't think anything of it. Giannis sees him at practice the next day and he's like, hey, did you eat my Oreos? Yeah. And the staffer's like, <laughs> the staffer's like uh, <laughs> what? And Giannis's like, well, I noticed three were missing. Uh. And the staffer, the staffer's just done, right? Like, who does that? But then it makes sense. It's like, of of course, Giannis counts his Oreos. You know, he grows up having to know acutely how much he has and how much he does not have. And he's he was still that, that child inside that was without. And so, you know, it was just, it gave me so much perspective into what this guy has gone through. You know, it's not this easy thing like, oh yeah, now I make a million dollars. It's so great. Life is beautiful. It's like, it can, it's not easy when you come from what he came from. It sometimes takes someone 
from Nigeria who grew up in Greece to teach us how beautiful it is to be in America. You know, sometimes we just take it for granted and we need someone like Giannis to remind us how beautiful the American life really is. Uh, what, what culturally is different about Greece than America? You know, I found it really interesting that Giannis's childhood coaches told me that when he was disappointed in his game, he would openly cry, like on the bench, all of that, you know, after mm-hmm. the game, before the game, whatever. And it was not seen as weird. And then when he did that his rookie year in, in America and he starts crying, his coaches are like, stop crying. You know, like you can't show that publicly. So I think like, you know, I don't know. All I know is from Yama's experience, but it appears that boys and men are socialized differently over there. You know, they're not told to hold in their emotions like we are over here. Um, so I, I just found that to be interesting. But um, I know for sure there are humble American players. You know, it's not like, oh, overseas guys are humble, American guys arrogant. I think you could find both in each country. But I do think overall the way that international players are groomed and taught is a much more global, well-rounded, humble approach. It's not I deserve, it's I earn. Mm. Um, and I, I really respect that. One of the nice things about him and his story is what a big to-do he made for his brother who's on the Lakers, who got a ring before he did, and how he mm-hmm. really sticks up for his brothers. Another brother, I think, just got signed by uh, Milwaukee to play. But tell us a little bit about the the beautiful relationship. Him and his mom is special, but amongst him and his brothers. Yeah, you know, the youngest brother, Alex, was telling me that the relationship is so unique because it came from a situation where nobody got any special treatment. So Alex, he said, we never fought and we don't fight to this day because we shared everything. Nothing was individual to anyone. So this, they, they just were always used to sharing and they were each other's heroes and best friends. And even though things were hard, they made things happy. They made a game out of walking to the bus stop. They had to take like three buses to get to the gym in Mm. Greece all those days. So now that they're all adults and they're living this dream that none of them thought possible, Kostas, the one that was previously on the Lakers that you mentioned, he told me, it's crazy. It's a dream. 10 years ago, we didn't even play basketball. Hmm. So I think like there, there is a gratitude among them for being in the moment. It never gets old. They never take it for granted. And they're genuinely happy for each other's success. You know, the Nassus, the Bucks, the guy that just resigned on the Bucks, he's the oldest and he watched baby brother's dreams bloom before his. And he was never jealous. He was never like, I should be here before you. He was Giannis's biggest cheerleader. The first time Giannis got um, named an all-star starter, Thanasis uh, was playing in Spain, and Thanasis woke up at the crack of dawn to make sure he was the first call to Giannis to say congratulations. So, um, you know, it's, it's Giannis's biggest goal this entire time has not just been to win a championship for Milwaukee. It's to have all of his brothers in the NBA achieving this dream. And Alex, the youngest one, has been working out for some summer league teams. So maybe we'll see that happen. Mm. Mirren Fader, listen, I've written three books with Linda Yui. Heal your hips, heal your knees. But I, So I know what it's like. I know the work that gets put in to write a book and how difficult it is and how rewarding it is when it first comes out. Let me tell you something, young lady. You now have an orthopedic surgeon in your back pocket. God forbid you ever need somebody. You get hurt. There we go. It'll be my pleasure 
to help you because bringing to light this story, you were the, you're the right person because it is all about a female touch because he ain't Giannis unless he has his mom. And nobody better can understand that than you. You realize where this nurturing comes from. And I heard you being interviewed by the Cam brothers and sitting on the couch and making eye contact with the mom. It's a beautiful story that I'm not so sure, you know, I'm probably politically incorrect to say that, but I don't think a man gets to Giannis and and the beauty behind it, like your sensibilities, plus the fact that you played basketball. Mm. What a perfect person to describe and take us through his life. God bless you for doing it. I can't wait to read the book. And thanks so much for joining us this morning. We really appreciate it. I can't thank you enough. Um, your kind words. I'm, I'm really touched. I really enjoyed this. Thank you so much for having me. My pleasure, Miran. We're all going to look out for that book. What a pleasure to meet you on the radio and to share your love of Giannis and your love of writing and your love of basketball it's more than just one topic that you're going to appreciate when you read this book. Thanks again for joining us. All right, Warriors, the clinic will be open. The number is 877-710-ESPN. You're listening to the one and only Weekend Warrior Show here on 710 ESPN. Get smart. Just what are you getting at? Check out the Weekend Warrior Facebook page. Like this. Medical advice from Cedar Sinai, head of orthopedic surgery. Are you kidding? With a far rockaway attitude and a little drizzle of mozzarella. Well, it's important to me. Search Weekend Warrior in the space bar. Like this. And click on Doc's picture. I see. Like, follow, and enjoy the Weekend Warrior Facebook page.